0: back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And we're here this week with gratuitous nudity. No, no, sorry. Crater diving. It's just full of gratuitous nudity.
1: <laughs> That's right. Episode 98, where nobody's pants stayed on.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of censoring in this one. Uh, a lot of little black bars.
1: <sighs> yeah, we're Alex's being... was really, really thin. It was more of a line, a black line <laughs> of censorship.
0: We're just going to be real sassy this week. Wow. <laughs>
1: I just want everyone to know, Toast went there. I didn't. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm happy to follow on. Don't don't get, don't get me wrong, but uh, Toast went there, not me. Yeah. Okay. So the team finally made it to Galaspire. Because, you know,
0: well, know we've me. been walking
1: Apparently. and walking and walking
0: for months. And we finally made it to Galaspire. Has it been months? I mean, I guess it's been months for
1: I think for us the listeners, I think that's what Alex was referring to when he said that was that it's that we've been working on getting to Galapagar for a long time and it's yeah. And it's I mean out. for
0: them, I think in in story it's been like what a week maybe. Yeah, no, I think it's been more than that, a, a few weeks. But yeah, Alex corrected me from our last show that the boat ride was not two weeks; it was five days.
1: Oh, five days. Okay.
0: Yes. So. Five days to get to Erasne. She basically teleported them to the edge, and then they spent what a day traveling, and then Crix died, and then they finished that day at the fort. They spent a day at the fort, and then two days traveling to the ruins, and then another two or three days to the waterfall, and then like three or four to Galluspire through that
1: jungle city. I guess I thought somehow I thought there was a few extra days in there, but maybe I'm just. I mean, there
0: might be. I just or misremembering. Yeah. I mean, there, there might be, I just, that's what I remembered. And, you know, I could have those days wrong too. I'd have to go back and uh, the, the listen to it to figure it out. The point that you're
1: making though, is that, you know, it's about, a, it's no more than a
0: month of game time. and Oh no, it's not even close to a month of game yeah. time. Well, no more. <laughs> I
1: mean, assuming that you got the d- number of days wrong, that we had a few more days in there to fix it. I mean, maybe instead of three days walking, it was five or whatever. We're yeah. not going to add up to more than a month. so the the right. sensation of it taking so long clearly has to be us, the listeners, and how that's being released to us and how long it's been dominating the uh, you
0: know the podcast. Yeah, so I mean, they could just release longer episodes. They
1: could, they could or or they could you mm-hmm. know travel montage it, you know we, yeah. we, we could, could, we could have too. Tom running. Tom's running Tom's running smiling at us and running runs past Utrid, and then keeps doing it like three four times look how fast we're traveling <laughs> I don't know I was thinking yeah. of some travel montage crap that's all sorry
0: oh. yeah no Tom Tom would be the one to, to take advantage of like the yeah, screen exactly. exactly to make it look like he was running around them oh, I love that um, that's good Put to,
1: we're finally here and, and Nick said that it was a, a blast very site. Hotel California <laughs> And uh, I ha- I'm going to salute him yeah. for that. I-, I, don't ha- I hope all of our listeners know what that reference is. But in the event that you don't, I'm not going to tell you that's what the Internet's for.
0: <laughs> I get the reference. I know the song. I don't know what it means.
1: Uh, the lyrics of the song, uh, you can check out whenever check you out want, but you like. can never leave. Or, yeah, anytime you like, but you can never leave.
0: Right. So does that just mean they're stuck there forever? I, I like... well,
1: the sensation of they've gotten in here and they could want to get out of here, but they can't get anywhere. Can't go anywhere. This the I think that's what he's referring to. Mm. Again, I think it's the amount okay. of time taken to travel here. It feels like this has been a big forever uh, slog, and it, it's and I, God, I'm forgetting the name of the stupid portion of uh, Verilich. The portion of Ustalov yes. that they're in is Verilich. And Verilich is, you know, it's way... very lichy. Very lichy. Because it's got a <laughs> lich in it. Because Tarbafon's a lich in case you weren't paying attention. Wait, he is? Yeah. Or is it pronounced <laughs> lick?
0: I doubt it's a lick.
1: Well, maybe that's how they say it in Canada. Because I remember in Gone Girls, they had a lick in an episode. And it was L-I-C-H. And I thought, what? Lich? And they're all, no, it's a lick. We've <laughs> got to fight the lick. Let's get the lick. And I'm thinking, this is downright pornographic with all the licking in here. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't gone. It wasn't gone. Girl, Lost Girl. Lost Girl was the name of the show. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say those are two very different shows. Yeah, eh. Well, eh. one's a movie, one's a show, but yeah, those are two very different, different things. Eh, so I'm. Eh. But yeah, I could definitely see them being there being a lich in Lost lick. Girl.
1: It was pronounced lick. They pronounced it lick through the whole goddamn episode. I've never been so irritated in all my life. I take that back. I've been way <laughs> more irritated many other times. Stories for another yeah, day. At me earlier. No. No, <laughs> not at you earlier. Not at Toast. That wasn't even irritation, for God's sake. Good Lord.
0: <laughs> it was fun, though. I am glad you liked it. I did. All right. So, uh, we, I guess before we get into the crater, we get a flashback. We do. We do. We got a flashback.
1: And I like the flashback, I like the, the backstory. Yeah, I was I'm little, hoping it's. I was a little surprised by it, though.
0: Not sure exactly what it connects to. Bingo. I, and I, now yeah. I, when
1: we're at the opening of the AP and we're getting flashbacks that don't connect anything, I'm like, hey, it's the beginning of the story, right? I, it doesn't connect yet because right. you haven't showed it to me, right? But we've right. been at this. We're in the fourth book now.
0: We're almost at 100 episodes. Right.
1: I'm like, what the hell is this flashback and why am I not getting a connection? Like our genus never had one before. I'm sorry. Our genus has had two, two, three. Mm-hmm. So we have one that sort of explains how he catches up to the party. And then we have this other one that has him in it out of nowhere as he's a torturer guy, you know, driving this guy through this, this insane, eat, you know, torture thing. So I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It's a little bit of our genius backstory. He hasn't had any, but Uhtred's had a bunch. Hell, Uhtred had a whole temple yeah. that was all about his redemption and his backstory and all this. So I'm like, what the hell is this other recruit he's hanging out with? What, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hoping it connects to something I'm assuming it'll connect to something in the future, and we'll be looking at it, and we'll be like, oh. I hope so, too. I, I was thinking maybe
1: it's foreshadowing an NPC we're going to meet.
0: Like, maybe his former
1: buddy is going to show up. Is in this is Yeah, in this maybe, you know, it could be a sad story like that. Just, you know, plug the connection and, you know, more terrorizing for Utrid since yeah. Utrid's kind of been the guy all along that's been getting the most shit and brutality out of this.
0: Well, I mean, he keeps surviving it, so he's right. just going to keep getting Right, and he didn't more. run away, like, uh, you know. He who should not be named. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <sighs> a, a certain aerokineticist. Yep, <laughs> makes me want to cry. <laughs> I don't shed tears for cowards. Oh, <laughs> damn! You're harsh. <laughs> Matt's
1: gonna get onto me from oh, that yeah, for that. Oh yeah, he's gonna sure. be all over your ass on that one. <sighs> I'm gonna burn that damn, toast I- right there. <laughs>
0: get out of the we get out of the uh the flashback, get out of the flashback and into them trying to actually get down the crater i did like the fact that the ap does provide a way for them to get down and they all just kind of like, Well, nah, was we that got or this. was
1: Alex making sure he had it covered? I don't, I don't know. I.
0: He seemed... It's, it's got to be a Paizo thing because I've seen things in like Jade Regent with that and oh, okay. I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm like, there's no way the, the PCs ha- don't have this covered at this point, but the option is is there if they need it.
1: Well, Alex is right. There's nothing that prevents you from having a party of all fighters or fight, you know, you could have like a paladin who can't fly and a fighter and maybe some other, you know, bard, uh, except I think bard have access to fly. So, you know, bear with me, listening audience, think up casters that don't get fly, but would still be useful in that spell casting role. So there could be a series of those. And if you had the right combination of, of choices in your classes, you know, boom, boom, boom. Oh, crap. We can't fly. I mean, yeah, I suppose.
0: But, I mean, there's other ways that they could get down. I mean... They could just fall. I mean, you could, falling's always works. Yeah, there's falling. And then um, I think Joe just spider walks down or spider climbs down yes. there.
1: Yes. Yes, because he <laughs> has that cloak of arachnia, arachnia or something. I don't know what it is. Some like sort of that. cloak, yeah.
0: But uh, And we remembered the down. pollen
1: saves and the uh, tracky sap. Yeah. Tracky, no, the sap that they're tracking everywhere. Something like... I remember that.
0: Yeah, from the plants, which... Shouldn't be a problem going forward. They just had it on them from the last time they. Were well, doing they the still have jungle, it on them. So they got to
1: take a second to scrape it off them.
0: That's what we. Yeah, they, I mean, they could take ten minutes, or they can just do it when they take a, a long rest. That's true. Either way, it'll only be one more. Yep.
1: And uh, rest. Uh, Tia Blith carries Elksy down.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just lifts the elk. Come on. Yeah, I yeah. I do, I do like the mental image of this just elf just walking over to this, <laughs> elk and just putting his leg. I don't, I don't even know how you would lift it. Oh, you. Because it, it's going to be too wide to put your arms on the outside of both legs, and you can't. I guess you could lift it in the middle.
1: I, that's the only I, only way I could think that you could do it, unless he was riding her and holding on to her. Keep in mind.
0: Arms under her chest. Yeah.
1: I mean, for a deer, sure. <laughs> But elk are so much bigger. I, you know, I don't know. Plus, yeah. you know, we've left all semblance of reality with this thing behind because, you know, Elxy is a girl I mean. and the females don't look at all like the uh, picture posted on the Inspired Incompetence website.
0: Is it really a picture?
1: Oh, yeah. There's a picture for Elxy. Go take a look. It's, uh, and I, God, I want to say that the weights on those things would be astronomical, which probably Tia couldn't lift even with
0: an 18 strength. So, you know. Yeah, I don't think female elk have antlers. They do not. They do so not. So that's so. Yeah, Elksy in my wrong. mind is a female elk. It's like Bambi's mom. Yes, but bigger. Let's just hope she doesn't, you know, go the same way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's a cow. Uh, female elk are known as cows. That's just rude. And they
1: weigh between five and six hundred pounds. <laughs> It's just really Well, no, because the, 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 the males are called bulls. It's <laughs> no. just
0: what they're called.
1: They might also be called something else. Let's have a look. They may also call them does, maybe.
0: But I figured that was deer, but
1: okay. Yeah, no, it's it looks like that's just somebody being silly, I guess. That doesn't seem to match most of hmm. the other little sources I'm looking at. Yeah,
0: I, I, I'm guessing he, he just put his arms between her legs and, like, sideways and just curled her. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, <laughs> five to six hundred pounds. Let's go to Archives of Nethys. Let's go into the rules of archives. He's definitely going to have the strength for it. He's, a, he's a, a an occultist. He can up his strength.
1: Yeah, I don't think he can do the five or six. I think it's got to be pretty good. And I believe I saw in the early access chatter that he was saying he had an
0: 18. Yeah, with all of his bonuses, he's an eighteen strength. Eighteen. Max is out at three hundred pounds, baby. Oof. Now what's <laughs>
1: Oof. the I'm looking here for the you know, the lift and drag, which is a little bit beefier. But lifting is lifting it in place. It's not lifting it and taking it somewhere.
0: I mean, if he's flying, it's basically lifting in place because he's not having to walk. Okay, I'm it. just telling you, what I'm telling you. And and I'm gonna say this right
1: now though. I, I disagree with the strengths they have listed here because they don't account for a few things that I know are very common things like if you spend time carrying a certain kind of load or you're wearing a certain kind of gear there's a point at which you become accustomed to that weight even though your strength hasn't really increased if that makes sense like you the amount you can lift with your heart yeah. you know in a curl or with both arms and lift up doesn't change but you get um, used to wearing a certain you'll get used to wearing a certain amount of weight so it it, it doesn't take into that
0: yeah, he actually might have the strength to it. I mean, on the actual elk stat block, it says they weigh between 350 and 550 with females being far okay. lighter than males. Well, so I'm also going to so let you in on another
1: secret here. It's fine. More secrets. Pathfinder More secrets, Paizo though. does not have the most accurate animal weights and statistics.
0: <gasps>
1: wow. I know, because you could just pop what? into the internet like I did and find out that females weigh between four and 500 pounds.
0: Okay. So it's 50, 50 pounds more than what Paizo said.
1: At its highest because they say the the females weigh, you know, the males weigh 550 and the females are much slighter. So, you know, you smaller scale. And they make it sound like it's, mm-hmm. oh, not nearly as big. But they're not, you know, anyway. So they're, they're, the, the highest level of accuracy was not applied to the animals, clearly. What?
0: What? Anyway, so yes. Yeah.
1: I thought of it as he had he had Elksy on his shoulders, and then I just arbitrarily in that picture made his elven shoulders broad enough and his you know stance wide enough that an elk up there made sense.
0: Works for me. I can see it
1: in my head. Just rolled past it. Because as we already know, <laughs> Elksy, I think, has changed gender. Or at least, you know... <laughs> Was described as having antlers, and then was a girl, and I don't know. It's just... (sighs) Elksy is a concept. Not really an actual elk, but a concept of an elk. Everything that is Mm. an elk in one creature that we call an elk. A very platonic elk. (laughs) A unigendered platonic elk. (laughs) And by platonic, I don't mean, you know, non-sexual. I mean Plato and his forms.
0: Oh, because I was going to say that you're basically describing an NB asexual elk
1: well it's an asexual perfect elk in fact the quintessential perfect asexual elk
0: we have spent way too much time on this well you'll edit it so that it sounds so much better than it is uh for for those listening later on we're at the 24 minute mark (laughs) and this is all we've covered
1: well is the best part
0: okay let's jump back (laughs) to the good stuff i didn't say it was bad i just wanted people to I know. know how long we spent on this <laughs> uh, oh. anyway they get into one of the rooms or they into do one of the exposed hallways no i i thought it was uh alex said there were carvings
1: of skeletons and angels marking the room as a cathedral i think or used to being the cathedral and it said right. there was one shrine more intact than all the others which was kind of mm-hmm. weird, because I, I don't think of a cathedral as devoted to multiple gods. I think of a cathedral as devoted to a single god. A temple, maybe, I mean, could be more, yeah. you know, could contain multiple shrines.
0: Well, I mean, he said cathedral-like room. I think he was just maybe referring to the size. Could be, could be. So, But uh, we, we have something different here. I don't know if, if Matt's doing some editing on Alex's voice, or if they've got someone... I think it's Brand a new, new voice. I think it's a new voice. It sounds like a new voice.
1: It sounds like a new voice. I th- I think it is. It, and maybe they've totally fooled me. Maybe they've totally fooled me. But it's the responses reminded me exactly of Michelle when she takes over a part that Alex has already done in game and then wants to they want to spruce it up. So I'm yeah, curious. So I'm wondering who they got. I'm, I am wondering too. It, it, I had not thought that they had really edited someone's voice and tweaked it. I just thought it was a different person.
0: But I don't know who it is i don't either it doesn't sound like anyone i would recognize yeah unless one of the guys is just doing a voiceover i don't know yeah i, I don't <laughs> know i was i was
1: surprised very excited want to want to know who it is mm-hmm. but yeah well, they run into uh, three and we find out later four daughters of Urgothoa.
0: Mm-hmm. but the neat thing is they talk to the characters which is nice it's interesting like yes they're not immediately hostile the, well they're I mean, immediately they don't really hostile,
1: the, but they're they're not driven yeah, they to attack. They don't attack. immediately
0: attack. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say there's there's no way that they're not ending this in a fight that's never going to happen. Right. But it's nice that they give him a chance to have a conversation.
1: Yeah, and answer a few questions that we missed uh, the mm-hmm. first time around with Gustari Fallenstag in that uh, it answers completely that the Daughters of Urgothoa are from Geb, and uh, yep. this
0: is, which this we is we
1: not is Kind of new, but... And we also, from the information we got in that the Slime Trail, which was a fantastic play by Tom, I mean, really keeping his head on swivel as a player there, loved it. He said, "Hey, mm-hmm. since we have little slime trails, where's the slime trail for the people that went down these ropes? Oh, and there were slime trails.
0: <laughs> Suddenly, they existed. He willed them into existence. He willed them into existence. Yeah. They're, they're quantum slime trails. They only exist when you observe them.
1: And then there was the the scrapings of scraping the slime off of them. Off them, and it mm-hmm. boom. And the daughters of Urgothor are just beyond the scrapings. It was uh, Alex tied it up nicely there. So they're they're very clearly not with Tar
0: I didn't th- I didn't never think
1: they were I didn't know I was like eh, sound you know undead undead I mean you know yeah I mean is erggaho against Tarbefan I mean did I miss I, an alliance some sort of alliance or something there I don't think so
0: I don't know but i I never really thought that they were with Tarbefan at all it just didn't strike me as likely
1: well not with uh-, mm. uh when Gastari is with them, I thought that you know for sure they were with Gastari, but right, I was but like, I
0: figured if they were with her, they were with Geb. Right, but now it's a of...
1: different group of daughters of Ergothoa, and you know, since undead and undead, I thought you know maybe daughters of Ergothoa hmm. could work for both of them, or I didn't know there I mean... were these. It appears that daughters of Ergothoa are almost exclusively connected to Geb. I maybe I'm totally not getting the lore right, but maybe uh, I don't know. I did love that, you know, the, the stink of Arasne clings to you, or the scent of Arasne clings to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, referencing that. Loved even more that tiablith goes, have no idea where she is, and he's not lying at all. Everybody else is all, Doo, <laughs> do, do
0: do do you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the skeletons like, oh, yeah, and angels! <laughs> these are some good carvings. Have you seen these? Yeah, these are high quality. Gosh, I never noticed. <laughs> yeah, they still say he's lying anyway, but... Think well yeah. Just, I mean that's Alex the that's Alex.
1: that to me is kind of the failing of the uh, of the whole, you know, bluff diplomacy, sense motive, intimidate skill set. You know, PCs can just ignore the results of the roles. I understand for the PCs, it's so that, you know, PCs don't aren't forced to either do things they don't want their characters to do or reveal information about their characters they don't want to reveal, you know, but even in right. PCs, by the same token, can just be like, they'll never, they're not going to believe you whether you lie to them or tell them the truth, so this is how it goes. Yeah, which is,
0: I guess, why they didn't roll. <laughs>
1: yeah, so to me, it's, it's sort of a failing in that system and having them be skills. I mean, I think it should be... I think it should be different. I'll leave it at that. Okay. I've gone off on enough tangents already this evening. Um, oh, yeah. I loved the. There was the. So there were a few things that the highlights that I thought. Throwing them out here. Plan B, which was basically <laughs> get him Ray.
0: Yeah. Uh, who's Ray in this instance?
1: Uh, Tiablith is Ray. How? Because Uhtred says get him Ray. Right. Or Where maybe Uhtred's Ray. Ray? It, does, it doesn't matter. What do you mean? Where's Ray from?
0: I don't get it. I don't see, I don't understand the Ray part of that, that oh, statement. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Ghostbusters. Who, who is he calling? Ghostbusters. In Ghostbusters. Oh, one One of oh. the plans is, get him, Ray. That was your plan. Get him. Ah, okay. It makes more sense now. I I, I imagine. Understanding does, in fact, make sense. I love it. <laughs> okay, so you can go ahead and cut that reference out completely, because clearly, if you didn't get it, I don't think the rest of the world will understand it.
0: Yeah, but now I have to keep it in to explain it to them, oh, and I have to God. keep this in, to, <laughs> to explain that I have to explain to them, <laughs> or to explain that we need to explain to them. And folks, this is
1: why it takes so long to get through some episodes.
0: I mean, we spent 20 minutes on Elsie, so it's we fun. we did, we did.
1: But Elsie's fun. I love Elsie.
0: We didn't even mention her being a meat shield, and we figured I figured that would get on your nerves. You know, it does. <laughs> But Matt's just
1: gonna keep doing it, and you know he's just trying to get at me, and so I'm just I'm gonna shut him down like you'd shut down a toddler. I'm gonna ignore it, and he'll get tired of it, and he'll stop, and it'll be over. Plus, mm. I know that Elksy is growing on Teoblith, and that there's like like a shoulder tumor, it, like a really big <laughs> shoulder tumor. Like he's gonna draw <laughs> eyeballs and a smiley face on it because it's right there talking it's to like, him all like- the time.
0: <laughs> He's like that second head on that guy from Men in Black 2. Oh, God, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh,
0: let's
1: see. Where were you? Oh, there was the whispers and then the gloom in the place because you can't bump the light level, can't adjust the light level too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whispers, I, did, I don't, didn't catch everything about that, but that sounded spooky and neat and distracting. So just loved that. And then uh, <laughs> uh, I loved the dis- trying to dispel magic on Utrid's mirror images. And Joe's like, yep. that's illegal. <laughs> and Alex is like, "Oh, we've gone to the judges, and I'm, I'm saying, I'm a judge. It is absolutely illegal, Joe. I mean, what kind of cheater would strip a PC of his defenses? That's all I got to say right me, there. Me? Well, you're not a cheater. No. Yeah. So what but you're I, doing I'm, must be legal, I, but whatever Alex is doing is cheating.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So it's a double standard. Got it. Absolutely. It's, just, it's and it's not it's a just double nice standard. That the woman's on the other it's side. It's an this Alex
1: time. standard. <laughs> but I did also yes. want to say. I thought it was really nice to see Alex upping his DM game. I liked him going after the mirror images. I liked the dispel magic, especially after was it the fursifer that had the disappointing uh, effect that we never saw that should have smacked the heck yeah, out of the,
0: him? He didn't even he didn't even get around the reaction. No, to no, it wasn't the fursifer.
1: It was the uh, the armor, the armory oh. with the ballistas. Remember yeah. that? And it had some other power that could smack with it. It was like 14d6 or something, and he never used it.
0: Uh, hold on. I think he might have sent something to me about that. Oh, uh, like, what are you going for toast to TPK? I
1: don't want that. We got no. a podcast to do here.
0: No, he, um, he did send me a picture of it though, which I, uh, I should send you because I couldn't find one myself. And this thing oh, is nice.
1: horrifying looking. All right, dear listeners. <laughs> what I'm looking at now is, is a message. I'm getting a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It made it like a, uh, a, a weird monstery mouth and then like a kind of a yeah. weird centipede body with all the shields and armor and stuff in it.
0: Yeah, like, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah,
1: I don't, but... the head so much and having eyes and a mouth doesn't really do it for me because I saw it as not having that yeah. from the description. But, you know, uh, the shape of it and everything, yeah, I dig it with the swords and, and, and even spears sticking out as it moves along and the flags on, you know, lances with banners on its back. It's very, uh yeah. very battlefield embodiment.
0: Yeah, it's very cobbled together. Yeah, but it's
1: it, but it's like an embodiment of a battlefield type thing, right? You know, I've got these yeah. things that'll poke you and stab you, but not everything that pokes you and stabs you is out front to poke you and stab you, or even underneath as my legs. Stuffless banners go mm. on the back because I'm a battlefield, so it's pretty cool. I, yeah. I there's somebody spent a little time and thought in this. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: But uh, Alex says that the Reflect spell doesn't work with AoE spells, which is apparently all it was hit with. Um, He said it was never hit with a spell that would work. But he also says that the Perimeter Defense ability, which was what I was talking about, his Breath Weapon, uh, deals an average of 48 on a failed save, but his Power Attack slams were dealing 39. And he had two per shot, plus his Ballistas on a full attack. So, unless he could get like three or four of them, you know... At least three, preferably all of them in an area. He preferred to go for the higher damage output. Okay. So.
1: I mean, it's not like your monsters are living long enough you need to worry about it, Alex. I mean, cool effects at this point, you know, for the listener (laughs) might be the choice. Yeah.
0: But I hear what you're saying. He also says he treated Vigil as a large city rather than the small town or whatever it was actually listed as. Yeah, Faizo does a lot of that.
1: They have a lot of that stuff where the important cities, turns out, aren't all that big or important. Yeah. And it's a little weird. It's like they want it to be this, this, they want to have a big population and be a big world. And then they go, oops, uh, you know, medieval population, cut it down. Uh, what did the wife text you?
0: <laughs> How did you know?
1: It's the way you giggled, Toast. The way you giggled. I hate you, Toast. I
0: hate you. Ugh. Love you. Uh-huh all right you're cutting that again. part out what are we
1: cutting out no no don't ruin it we haven't got <laughs> through everything yet
0: oh boy okay where were we uh i mean we have to talk about the the scythe crit i mean we the have scythe to. crit was nice did
1: you have you bought coffee by the way bought the, the guys a coffee no to get a crit haven't yet. i've done it, two. Is
0: it it's done I'm, by the when's the end date on that
1: i think january 6 is what they said but the link is on the Inspired Incompetence website, so inspiredincompetence.com, mm-hmm. and I did uh, two of them, and one of the ones I made, that I just made the crit, this crit is a times four crit, because I thought, oh, that's hit hard. But then I, now I realize, if you have the scythe and you have the times four crit, you don't get anything out of it. I thought so
0: I thought if the, the crit was higher than the actual weapon, or, you know, if it was, I thought if it was a times three crit, and the weapon also does like a times three more than like double. I th- I thought it would go up by one. So like if you have a times 3 weapon and you get a times 3 crit, you get a times 4. Or is that a house rule that I'm misremembering?
1: No, I think that's an actual pizo thing, but I don't remember if the cr- uh, the crit cards sometimes say does normal damage, which right. I've heard them which would in- be... interpreting as normal crit damage and then this is a di- uh, you know a times 2 crit. So I don't I'm not 100% on how that. I was I was thinking for my crit card that I'd want it to say if you, it's a time you know if you get a times four crit then you get it, or better then this makes it a times five crit or you know a one bigger times crit or something.
0: I think that's what it actually does though because I think you know crit normally does double damage and sometimes the crits will say it does normal damage because it also adds in other effects to kind of balance it out. Mm-hmm. But like if it says if it does triple damage and you're already doing triple damage, I think it just goes up to times four.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then mine's written perfectly. Or if you're yeah,
0: because if you're doing a times four and you get a triple damage, I think it goes up to times five because you're oh, oh basically your weapon is already pretty powerful, but the crit is actually overpowering it because like normally it would be times two, but the crit is now times three. Well, but there's a bunch of so you're adding a there's level. a bunch
1: of weapons that are times three, so I guess yeah
0: yeah. So like if you got a if you got a times three weapon and you got a times three crit, you'd be doing times four damage. I think is is how it would go. Okay, well
1: then it, it's written good. The only the only issue I potentially have is I also did that for the magic and it probably should be a times three for the magic but i, I yeah. did tell him i'd be willing to
0: i like writing fumbles far more than i like writing crits.
1: oh come on swish swish there go your pants has come up twice already in this ap
0: and i keep waiting them to do my magic fumble because i want them to do it once and then completely ignore I... it forever <laughs> it'll happen eventually, i just love that i just love someone that will get a nice pet. twice
1: that particular crit card has come to Utre- has come to nick And twice Nick has picked the swish, swish, there go your pants, which was just supposed to be, you know, you're hindering somebody's movement. It was a fun way to do to do a hinder somebody's movement as part of the crit. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Okay, (laughs) Uh, so, yes, that was a big crit. The leg swipe, Mm -hmm. knock and prone, 96 (laughs) points of damage, three points of acid and cold, 99 points of damage total, Joe. See, we're we're paying attention, Joe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this puts Joe pretty much on top for this. It,
1: it did pretty much on top. Then he piles on. He goes, "Well, I get to add Thalias's damage to my thing too, because you know it's Joe." Yeah, but uh, and then I'm pretty sure he fumbles it. <laughs> uh, yeah, did he fumble? No, I thought he got damage on that one and put him up over a hundred. And then he fumbled something on Thalias's Oh, I thought he, he
0: fumbled Thalias's his second attack because he think. rolled a natural one, two, and three. Uh, yeah, but because th- the crit because the fumble made him roll again, and I think you rolled <laughs> three. <laughs> cuz he rolled a 1 confirmed with a 2. Yeah, I think that was his second made. slam. The fumble though. made him confirm again. I think again. that was the second slam cuz yeah. Elias
1: gets two slams, I think. when he full attacks, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he does. I, I guess it was the second one that, that fumbled, but I just I thought it was funny to have both the massive hit and the massive Yeah, hits. that was that was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm.
1: The obscuring mist was a nice defensive play by uh Alex for the Daughters of Urgothoa. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh somebody had a blind crit in there. That's right. There was a blinded crit before that. Which was Utrid delivering the blinded crit.
0: Yeah, Utrid um, yeah. delivers so many crits now that I I, I don't keep track uh, of them he's, all.
1: He's delivering a lot, but he's <laughs> not gotten into the point where I'm like, oh, it's Utrid. Here's a crit. Let's just move
0: on. Uh, you know, he's. I don't say let's move on. I just expect him to crit most of the time, and then especially you know his confirmations add like plus four to the roll over the you know whatever he rolled to begin with. I mean that's what he's built to do. Obviously, he he's a yeah. crit build. Yeah which I, I like it's it's a lot of fun he gets a lot of you know the cards and stuff but you know every time he comes up to attack i just assume he's going to crit yeah and so like they don't stand out as much anymore yeah
1: i don't i'm not assuming him cause... to crit but maybe that's because i have a, a at my table i had a buddy who built a crit build and uh his mm-hmm. the guy built to crit and built to confirm and do all that stuff rarely critted yeah <laughs> I don't know what was going on. He rarely got crits and he had a falchion. And I mean, he was, he should have been doing it, but he just yeah. could not roll it. And then he had another character in a different game that was, you know, just like, I'm rolling dice. Oh, look, I rolled a 20. Oh, look, I rolled a 19. Oh my God, here's a 20. And he just, you know, crit 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 crit, <laughs> crit, 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 kind of thing. Like, they're like, wow, that guy crits all the time. And then the guy that's built for it, they're like, all right, come on, let's get, and you know, we're going sessions and combats yeah. with no crits.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, he crits, Utred crits 15 to 20 now, so, I mean, he's got a 30% chance to crit every yeah, time no, he he's swings. Yeah, no, he's got a good, Which is definitely... let 15, yeah. ...really high, so. And then with, you know, the plus four on his confirmation rolls, like, he almost never... Yeah, it's... it's it, Unless he just... But even with that, I would
1: expect, you know, so. he's he's dropping a lot, but he's not... He doesn't feel like he's dropping that many. It feels like once a combat, he's getting a crit, it, to me. Hmm. Although he did have uh, our stat yeah. our stat episode, he got two crits on that one. But still one per two. combat. Yeah. Right? Because it was one combat, different combat, crit, crit.
0: Right. But that's because the first combat didn't go more than a round. In fact, it didn't even make a full round. Yeah, I don't
1: think the second combat <laughs> went more than a round. But I could be wrong. I remember it was split across two episodes. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I think it was just the, the one round, maybe a round and a half. And then... Before uh, the ghoul fell. But... Yeah, no, I just I just expect Utrid to to be rolling out crits, so when they happen, they don't feel. I mean, they're great. I mean, I'm I'm glad he's getting all the damage and stuff, but they don't feel that, all that. I don't want to call them not special, but you you know what I mean. They're that's what you're saying. You're it, saying it, crits from Utrid
1: aren't special anymore. They've lost <sighs> that. The bloom is off the rose, is what you're saying.
0: Sh- sure, they've lost their shine. Wow, just kind of You really now. hate
1: combat, don't you? That's just terrible. <laughs> and now you're projecting that onto Utrid, who's you know, combat boy.
0: God damn. I'm not projecting it onto Udred I'm saying that man, you're that going my... after
1: Matt. Now you're going after Nick. When are you going to turn on Joe and Tom? I mean, Alex, you've been going after him the whole time. I mean, I get that, but
0: I can't go after Joe or Tom. They're 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 precious. They're precious. Are you going to say they're the best part of
1: this podcast? Are you gonna are you gonna blow it up that way? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs>
0: I can't say that because I can't remember which characters they play. (laughs) I can't remember which one plays Randolph and which one plays... uh, um, Shit, I can't even remember his name. Oh, good lord. Seriously, what's the other guy's name? And
1: folks, this was the last episode of Dice and Salt.
0: Seriously, what's the other one's name? (laughs) Uh, our genius our genius tom's character is our genius (laughs) i I cannot for the (sighs) life of me keep it straight (laughs) i i I can't (sighs) i I just i can't i can keep matt's characters straight because he's rotating through them so fast lately
1: right right (laughs) there's no chance for the bloom to come off the rose on those characters because they're just you know boom 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 i got a new character i got a new character
0: there's no chance for the bloom to come off because they're dead on arrival
1: oh harsh
0: (laughs) wow I mean, one of them kind of was.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: we don't need to call back to that though.
1: I mean, Good the Lord. one after
0: him didn't even make it like a full episode. Ah! <laughs> I think it was. In, I think he was. In I two would episodes. say Toast has
1: gotten into too much eggnog, folks. But uh, Christmas is past.
0: <laughs> it doesn't mean I can't get into the rum.
1: <laughs> uh, well, that's not the eggnog. I wouldn't oh. drink eggnog anyway. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, to finish up, folks. Tom yeah. had a solid play. I love well, there's the obscuring mist. Great defensive play by Alex. Uh Tom solid play with tossing out the fireball and making sure he burns up the obscuring mist. I, I, I really love so. the I love the back and forth. The like Oh yeah. I no, do they're, a, they're, you know, I make a great move, boom, and then I make there's another great move that counters it. I'm loving the back and forth and there are I a lot of
0: really strategic stuff lately, which even well, I'm noticing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say that I'm really seeing all of the guys playing together, playing off each other. They're tactically taking control of rounds. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at the round and they're making tactical decisions to to help each other. And they're strategically taking control of the combats. They're tipping the combats the way they want it to be. And then, you know, like they got the finger on, their, on the scale. They're making sure it stays in their favor. I, it's just, yep. it is super duper play. I mean, I, I love everything else about it. I love, I love how they talk when they're when they're doing the combats. I love the the chatter. I love the the role playing, all that stuff. But the the gameplay mm-hmm.
0: itself is it is up there. It, it's. I mean, they're they're working really well together. Like e- even I can see that, and I'm not usually one for tactics or strategic thinking.
1: Yeah, they're doing they're doing a fantastic job. I mean, it's it's really the the evolution from Skull and Shackles to Tyrant's Grasp, and even the evolution through the books of Tyrant's Grasp, if you will. You know, as we've moved along the AP and and the the characters changing out, the the players have not stopped that evolution, that power curve in dealing with the the combat and the play and everything else. And just I love it. I love it. And it's yeah. it's been great. There's even off combat, you know, Tom saying, hey, we got the slime trail. What about the people that were here for this climbing rig? They got a slime trail? I mean, just that there's just little pieces like that all along the AP that are becoming more and more common, I guess, more and more sort of baked in. I, I love it. Love to see the The level of play go up it's just it's amazing lots of fun
0: yeah it's it's definitely definitely good even for me and i don't you know tend not to like combat but even i can tell they're doing significantly better every time they play every time they go into combat for the combats you're awake that's that's, that's, i am awake and i listen to all of them it's just sometimes miss things (laughs) because the combats aren't as important as everything else because my brain is just like okay what's what next (laughs) what next what are we doing next <laughs> oh. i mean i i, I like the combats and i you know I, when i i listen to them and i enjoy you know when they get the big hits you know with joe and his, his huge scythe hit and you know and the other one blinding the creature which actually kind of hurt them later on because if you blind it and you've got mirror images you can't see the mirrors and they don't do anything right, for right <laughs>
1: right zeno noted that in uh, the chat mm-hmm. and
0: he's correct if yeah,
1: the yeah. creature cannot see the mirrors, the mirrors don't help you. And that can, you can cause yep. that by the creature being blind or by making yourself invisible. So, yeah. so unless, a couple of ways to yeah. get that situation to happen.
0: But yeah, um, I think Joe ended up with the disease again. I thought it was Tom. Wasn't it Tom it the diseased one? Uh, I can't keep them straight. No, I'm sure it was Tom
1: <laughs> and bubonic plague.
0: Yeah, I knew it was a plague, and it it's got no onset, so it's an immediate effect. Yep, yep.
1: More disease, so. and then we had Big Ran show up. You know, uh, Joe's new uh, new nickname for his character, Big Ran. Oh, Big Randolph. Oh,
0: I was very confused. Well, he you know he goes, "Oh, Big Ran
1: here. I'm gonna, we're going to take it home," and and then woof woof. You know, missed completely. And then Port Thelias rolls a one, mm-hmm. and gets fist meets face and yep. damaged himself.
0: himself in the face. Yep. But uh, they do—they do end up defeating them without too much too much difficulty.
1: Yeah, it flowed. I mean, it flowed pretty good. I don't think they took a lot of damage. To be honest, I was—I don't, think I don't so. remember I anything of of note in of that. It was pretty the- much you know they they went to them like a freight train to uh, you know something on the tracks. Yeah, I was. It was good. I I liked it. But, uh, Very dynamic and like I said, the back and forth. Uh, yeah, it's just
0: it was a good one. Yeah. But uh, that kind of leaves us with uh, them exploring next next episode, which will be a lot of fun, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see what's in this place because it's kind of been built up as the place to go for at least two books now. So I, I'm eager to see what's here. I, I have a suspicion it's going to leave something to be desired. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't going to be disappointing. I mean, I, I <laughs> just want to know I, what's I'm bigger. not
1: saying that we're not going to get good story advancement out of it or we're going to get neat hints about the future or anything like that i just have a feeling that the hype around it and the, this is this was the prison of tarbafan and i think it's we're going to be like you know sort of let down on it if that makes sense mm. and, I and can not see that. And, and also not let down in a way like we're not going to get enough cool shit but i think it's going to be it, it's It's been built up as this is the place to go. This is where the stuff's going to happen. This is where we're going to find out about the Witch Gates. This, you know, a lot has been put on it. And I I feel like almost what it's going to do for us is going to be some sort of left turn, especially with all the Geb stuff that's chasing Arasne and the, you know, the stink of Arasne that's on the party because they're carrying Arasne's lungs. Yeah. Well, that and I think also, you know, they have Arasne's Penelope, Penelope? panoply 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 thank you mm-hmm. so i mean i think that might also have that connection but i think the lungs are the big one so yeah. i think it's you know that i mean i think that's what they scried off of a few episodes back so i think we're there but i think in that sense i think we're gonna we might get sent down that path that story turn rather than doing something that defeats tarbaphon
0: you think they're I, I don't gonna know build up a raz need to do it uh
1: I, I yeah i don't know yeah. I, I don't, honestly, I'm surprised there's so many agents of Geb in Gallowspire and finding out that they've just basically just arrived.
0: Well, I mean, they had a lot longer of a flight. Well, right. Because, I mean, right. PCs I, were- I get it. Close by, relatively speaking, you know, being in Lastwall, and and Geb is you know way south of I think even Os- Osirian. So you know if they wanted to get there, they either had to fly or teleport.
1: Right, but I mean they could have they you know if they if it's a big deal, you teleport them right to the edge, and then they walk in, and it basically they I I'm assuming that they got kind of a similar walk distance. It, what surprises me is that so many agents of Geb in here, in another country, especially when it's, you know, the land of Tarbafon. So it's a land of the undead, you know, because that's what Tarbafon is dealing in. So it's a little bit of a, right. what the hell's going on? And I, I sort of expected them to already kind of be there and not just arriving, mm. but then the indications that we got from Gustari Fallenstag. Um, but anyway... I expected the undead from Geb to be there as, like, guests, visitors, and this thing went off, Mm. and, you know, they're like, what the hell, or, oh man, I just got alerted, Uh, Razny's in the area, or something like that, maybe. I was not expecting them to be like, hey, we just got here, what's up with this weird shit? I mean... Which is kind of what I got from the Daughters of Urgothoa.
0: Yeah. You know, we didn't
1: expect to see living things here. I feel like they're
0: searching for something specific that was probably in Galaspire that Geb wants, and and now that it's essentially open they can go and look and i don't, I, I
1: think they're just after Erasmus. I mean i i that's what I they mean, said yes, I, so i assuming ha- that's what they're looking for
0: i mean if they if they are then maybe they have multiple goals cuz obviously they would be looking for her she's their queen and she's basically MIA but i feel like they have something else going on and we just don't know what it is yet
1: yeah i i i hear what you're saying Completely. My feeling, my gut on this part of the story is they're just there for Erasme, and they're just as surprised as the PCs. Maybe they're just yeah, they're just hitting it at the same. You know, it's brand new to them, just like it's brand new to the PCs. They're like, what the hell is this?
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be entirely that. I don't, we don't know.
1: Yeah, have no idea. I'll have to tune back
0: in yeah. next week at Inspired Incompetence. Speaking of, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Take us out, Toast. Did you have anything else? Or oh, no, I'm good. I think Do you want to talk more about Elksey? Elksey no. forever! <laughs> All right, then. I guess that does it for us this week. You can find us and the players on Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: I uh I actually got to pre screen be part of a pre screening for Men in Black when it was a work in progress so there weren't any some scenes weren't completed like literally there was an insert screen here sign in the middle of the <laughs> film and some of the special <laughs> effects weren't done and then I they picked me for a focus group after the movie and after losing it on a on somebody because they kept referencing how it wasn't believable like Star Trek I uh Went and said, hey, I see people sitting back here, you know, because they had us down, had the lights on us, had people in the back that was darked out. I actually requested to I asked if the director was there. They said, yeah. And I met Barry Sonnenfeld to tell him, please, God, don't listen to this focus group, because apparently you've got the dumbest people in the world here. (laughs) So uh, nice. and, And from what I saw, he did not. So, yes.
0: Characters. Sum book four, mm-hmm. Utrin Rogiar. How is Vipira still here for book four? I, I don't think she's in book four. Did you click on the right one? No, it gave me book one. Why would it give me book one? I clearly clicked on book four and it goes up. No, that's okay, right. click
1: on the thing that says book four, not the picture. That's what I'm clicking on. Oh, okay. Hang on. Go, hang on. It's going Click to on, book on the one picture characters. of book four, not the
0: name that says book four. Yeah, I see that. The little banners take you just a book one. Um, yeah, which um... need to be addressed
1: uh let me go look here in uh chat and let me give you a date on that uh okay on 1212 matt was advised that this sort of behavior existed on the website apparently an anonymous user (laughs) completely anonymous user that no one knows or could find out who that is alerted matt to this (laughs) on 1212 (laughs) just because matt happened to send me a, a dm that said hey Guess what? This anonymous user sent me. And I went, wow, an anonymous user sent you that? Gosh, how thoughtful, how considerate. <laughs>